This is Across the Grace Lutheran Church Sermon Podcast. On September 27th, 2020, we gathered to worship for our annual pet blessing service outdoors. Pastor Mark Havel preached from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13, verses 44 through 50. Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which someone found and hid, then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Jesus said, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. And it was full, they drew it ashore, sat down, and put the good into baskets, but threw out the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Another parable for Pet Blessing Sunday. The kingdom of heaven is like a pastor who had two dogs. One was old and graying, not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but a very good dog. Potty trained, free to run and roam inside or out wherever she pleased. The queen of the castle, to use the language of parables, until the puppy showed up. It happened in the early days of a global pandemic when mutts, mixed breeds, lower caste hounds were hard to come by, honestly, because many in the kingdom decided that pandemics and quarantine made for a great time to rescue a new puppy from the pound. Anyway, while the new puppy looked as though she could be the offspring of the older aging queen, The queen had no love for the newer, younger, cuter, cuddlier, apparent replacement version of herself. There was, there continues to be, a fair amount, too much really, of weeping and gnashing of teeth. All of this is to say, if you didn't know or haven't figured it out yet, the Havels got a new puppy in June. Her name is Rosie. Her predecessor and big sister is Stella. Rosie likes Stella infinitely more than Stella likes Rosie. You can tell that again by the weeping and the gnashing of teeth. But there are moments of grace every once in a while between the two. Stella has always, for instance, had the power to remove Rosie's head, if she wants to, with those gnashing teeth. Yet even when Rosie was small enough to sneak between Stella's legs and steal her food right out from under her nose or straight out of her mouth or her bowl or whatever, Stella would just back up and watch and wait for a human to come and save the day by redirecting the puppy. And Stella watches Rosie ravenously, shamelessly, ungratefully eat three meals a day because that's what puppies get to do, while Stella only gets 
two meals a day, once in the morning and once in the evening. Stella is on a diet. And Rosie gets to go on long walks, too, and on field trips with Dad to the church office. Rosie's allowed on more couches and chairs and beds than Stella ever was allowed to enjoy. And Rosie has all the toys, bones, stuffed animals, rubber chewies, too, just like Stella used to have and play with way back in the day. Rosie does not share the toys. Rosie always beats Stella upstairs or downstairs or to wherever the action is, sometimes knocking the old girl's legs right out from under her on the way. And truth be told, Rosie probably gets more love and more cuddles and more playtime with her people too if anyone were to keep score. And Stella watches all of this from a distance in her new favorite hiding place the shadows of the big chair in our living room, where she is most of the time now. So, truth be told, the kingdom of heaven is like a pastor who had two dogs, not because of anything the pastor and his family say or do in all of this, but all because of how that big, old, grumpy, geriatric hound Stella lives and moves and breathes and loves us all in spite of it all. See, Stella doesn't need leashes and fences or electric shock collars anymore like she used to, or like Rosie certainly does. Stella stays close by. She knows who will care for her. And Stella follows the rules because she's learned that life is better and best, really, when she does what her master asks of her. There's a lesson about faith and obedience for all of us there, I think. And couldn't we use less weeping and gnashing of teeth in our world these days? In our politics, in our churches, in our schools or kitchens, on social media. And if that means taking a break in the shadows of your favorite hiding place, then take a lesson from Stella there, too. We could all stand to be more generous with our food and our toys and our resources as well. And if that means giving it up and giving it away so that someone who needs it more might have a chance, then there's a lesson from Stella about living in God's kingdom there, just the same. And forgiveness. There's always room for more of that. Fewer grudges and far more grace, I mean. If Stella's keeping score, you wouldn't know it. She comes running more often than she used to. She sits back and waits her turn. She always receives and gives the love, even if she's second in line for it nowadays and more often than she wishes. There's a lesson about kingdom living, if I ever heard one. All of this is so much of what's behind what we do on this Pet Blessing Sunday, really. Yeah, it's about celebrating God's care in and care for creation. Yes, it's a fun way to introduce our furry and feathered family members to our flesh-covered, two-legged human friends at church. But it is also, plain and simple, a great way to see and to remind ourselves 
and to understand the nature of God's grace through the animals who love us so well and who let us love them back and to show us how to be and to be grateful for lives lived in the kingdom of God's grace in and always for the sake of the world. Amen.